Oh yeah! <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so good to hear this song. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Welcome to season three, episode one of Plaid Skirts and Basic Black, the podcast that takes you higher, further, faster, baby. <laughs> I am Marcia. And I'm Shannon. And we're super excited. Did I say what our podcast was? We haven't changed y'all. We haven't changed y'all. We're still a whole hot mess. But hey, it's okay, right? <laughs> so Shannon, it has been a long time. Well, not I since know. we've talked, but since we've talked to our listeners. Hello, listeners. We missed you. We have. We missed you. We are really excited about this upcoming season that we've got, um, I've got to say that we've got coming up because I <laughs> wasn't, starting. I wasn't an English major at all. I don't know how to form words into a sentence. Mm-mm. Um, but, uh, so yes, welcome back to season three for Flat Skirts and Basic Black. Uh, today, our first episode, we're really, really excited to be bringing the girl power, right? Whoop. We're going to be talking about Captain Marvel, if you didn't guess, from the higher, further, faster. That's the right order, right? I never, sometimes, I have a shirt with it, and sometimes I don't know. (laughs) um, So, yeah, but before we talk about that, it has been so long, Shannon. It has been four months. months. It's been four months. Shannon, how have you been? What's going on? I'm doing all right, man. Um, So the last time we talked was Christmas, listeners, Mm -hmm. and um, we had a great Christmas. Santa came. Everything was great. Um, we have now passed Easter. That's all <laughs> I know. And, um, Jesus we had a was born. Easter. Jesus died. A whole lot has happened. <laughs> yeah, the whole thing happened. But he rose again. Um, and so last Saturday, I was the Easter vigil. And as many of our regular listeners probably remember, I coordinate our RCIA program. That's the initiation, or excuse me, process, not a program, um, <laughs> process for those who are being initiated into the church. So that uh, is really the culmination, the summit of their experience is the vigil. And we had 33 new Catholics initiated at the vigil, which is huge, huge amount that of people. That is a lot um, of people. And it was amazing. And it's just such a great group. And it really was, for so many of them, a culmination of a really long journey, both personally and spiritually. And for so many people, especially those who are being baptized, really a moment where they stepped into their new life in in Christ. And um, the culmination of long journeys of trial and tribulation to finally be part of the church. And it was really exciting. That's awesome. So that just happened, and I'm still, like, riding the high from that. I'm still really tired from that, too, because we were there about two and a half hours vigiling. Uh, Takes a while. (laughs) Vigiling. (laughs) But also, uh, on a personal note, I have finally turned in my thesis for my master's degree. And barring major tragedy, I will be graduating in one month. Why do you say things like that? So I'm so excited. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I'm sure we'll probably still be recording at that point, so you'll get to to hear me talk all about Mm -hmm. graduation. Uh, But it has been a three-year journey. Uh, My kids, my husband, my employers, everyone I know have given up something so I could do this and achieve this. And I'm so grateful to everyone who's done that, especially... um, thankful to God because at the end of the day um, we don't 
earn the knowledge of salvation. We don't earn um, this mystery. Uh, and um, I just kind of did what I felt like I was called to do, and I'm super excited. So uh, that's going on. Other than that, family's good. Husband's good. Everything's good. Awesome. Yay. What about you, Marcia? So many things have happened that you probably <laughs> want to tell our listeners about. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm trying to think. I mean, I'm sure, like, my sister got married. You guys heard about that already. Mm-hmm. Well, I think the only thing, that, I mean, a lot has happened in these four months. But the one thing, I had I had to have major surgery on April 1st. Um, so I'm actually still in recovery from that. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I'm living at work because that's where I live, but I'm not mm-hmm. back to work. And there's a lost episode that one day maybe we'll be able to get it uploaded. I'm not yeah. kidding. It won't get uploaded. It's the weirdest thing. And we don't know. Because we did try to bring you guys a check-in episode back in February. And it did not work out at all. <laughs> That's so ridiculous. But uh, my friend Amanda, who we talked about previously, um, she passed away in early yeah. February. Um, and that was... It, it Do you know what? It's been a rough four, four months because it's been like, oh my gosh, all of this. Well, I guess I would say three months because that, well, no, it was pretty rough in January too mm-hmm. when she went into hospice. But um, it, it, it's, it's been uh, hard, but it's also been like, a, there's been a, a lot of grace and a lot of joy. And um, it's like, I don't, in times when you have like great loss, um, like with Amanda and then with my surgery, that was also really hard because I didn't want to have it. Shannon knows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, it was pretty bad, but it was it was all for the best for me. And in those times, like you would think that you're just like, and I was like, well, I'm angry. I'm all done. You know what I mean? Like this, I was uh-huh. like, I know that's what's going to happen. I'm just going to, and I'm not, I don't care if I lose my faith. Like that's really where I was. I just didn't really yeah. share that. But um, it was so crazy because God didn't allow room for that. Like there was just a yeah. lot of joy and grace throughout all of that. And like, yeah, I had to grieve for Amanda. I had to grieve for my losses as well. But, um, oh, I had a hysterectomy. If you follow me on Instagram, you probably know that. <laughs> I'm like, I was like, I should say that. Yeah, I had to have a hysterectomy because um, I have very persistent fibroid tumors, which are a problem that affect a lot of women and they affect a lot of black women, actually. Um, and so it was a point where I couldn't function anymore. I was in constant pain. And once it was all said and done, my uterus is the size of a volleyball which is crazy. Yeah, it was gross. She unsolicited sent me a picture of <laughs> I thought uh, you were ready. I was like, here you go. <laughs> I'm never ready. Like, it was, a, a it was an unsolicited, it was an unsolicited uterus pic. Sorry, girl. <laughs> so I can verify that, unfortunately. <laughs> I really thought you, I was like, yeah, okay, cool. You're like, I did not say yes. I do not have my consent. I'm so so sorry it's okay um and it's it's really crazy how God can just show you him like in times when you don't think that he's present and it's just been it's been really good like it's been it's been a good recuperation period everyone's making me let me relax and I'm really bored but I'm getting stuff Mm -hmm. done (laughs) that I need and we're gonna talk about what you've been doing and your recuperation a little later yes Yes, we will. Um, if you follow me on Instagram, you might know. You are. No. Um, so, yeah, it's great. Both of us are doing okay. You have a yep. master's degree. I have free time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for the, I know. For the next three weeks. 
<laughs> we're gonna knock out a bunch of episodes <laughs> i know right um <laughs> we got this okay so we're gonna talk about captain marvel i saw captain marvel the first day it came out actually like i saw it like at um not too far away from you like what half hour away from you uh because mm-hmm. amanda doesn't didn't live too far from you and because it was her um it was her memorial weekend yeah, it was her right? memorial it was like the weekend of her memorial um her celebration of life weekend i was <laughs> like um so we actually kicked off amanda's celebration of life weekend with captain marvel because it came out it came out on that Friday, and then her um, service was the next day. So her husband and a couple friends like arranged it, and we all kind of met up and uh, um. I saw Captain Marvel together because she was so excited to see it. She was excited about um, that, like this superhero. Like we both love, I mean, and I both love Captain Marvel very much. Um, and so I really liked her from like the books and uh, well, mm-hmm. the comic books and all of that. And it was really great. I actually really like Miss Marvel. Um, not only her more, but I really like Miss Marvel, um, which is an offshoot of Captain Marvel. It's a whole thing. Anyway, so <laughs> it was part of, it was a really great, uh, it was a really, really great way to start off Amanda's celebration of life. And I was so excited and I did get emotional during the movie because there were so many themes that I was like, I miss my friend <laughs> And <Yeah. laughs> then on the way back, um, from Amanda's. Cause she lives three hours away from me. Well, she lived three hours away from me on the way back. I stopped. I need to go to the restroom and get, maybe, uh, get some gas. And there is the mall right there. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to see if they're showing Captain Marvel again. Cause I want to see it. <laughs> so I saw it on Friday night and I saw it again on Sunday night. <laughs> I know. Isn't that funny? <laughs> I was like, here we go. We got this. We got some Captain Marvel. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, so when did you see it, Shannon? I'm pretty sure we saw that next weekend afterwards. It was still pretty new. And we just went, my, my husband and I went on a date and saw it. Um, and it was fun. We went to like one of those theaters with all the like nice chairs, but we didn't know that it was the theaters with like the mm-hmm. reclining chairs and all that. And we were like, woo! <laughs> <Like, hey! laughs> it was a great day. Um, and I really enjoyed it. And, um, you know, like I am a, like a sometimes consumer of Marvel. Um, mostly movies uh i occasionally will pick up you know like a comic book when i'm in barnes and noble Mm -hmm. and kind of leaf through it like i'm not a super follower but i have a lot of people around me who are big marvel fans so they kind of keep me in the loop and i'm like okay (laughs) so um (laughs) i don't go you know i'm like the casual um consumer of of the marvel so i kind of go in um knowing a, a good amount about you know the backstories and the characters and um but i'm not like you know mm-hmm. i know everything about captain marvel and all the avengers and i know exactly what blah 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 blah, blah like so uh so that's the pr- perspective i bring to it <laughs> now she was actually one of the avengers that i actually knew like more like do you know what i mean like i knew yep. thor and captain america but she's one of the obscure yeah. avengers that i was like i love her so much like, <laughs> Why is she not in this? <laughs> right? I was like, but you couldn't find any Captain Marvel merchandise until now. So I'm like, yeah. I have one thing, you know, you know, at Disney parks where you can get the pins for training mm-hmm. and stuff. So a friend of mine, well, an old friend of mine, she uh, got pins and she didn't know what one of the pins was. She's like, I don't even know what this pin is. She's like, who is it? I go, that's Captain Marvel! <laughs> and 
<laughs> she's like, what? And this was seriously, this was in 20, this is in 2015, like, or whatever. Um, because mm-hmm. she just had a resurgence with the new mm-hmm. comic books. And I was like, a Miss Marvel had just not come out not too long before that. And mm-hmm. I was like, this, this, this is Captain Marvel. She's like, I don't even know who she is. And I go, I'm going to take this pin. <laughs> like, you may not have it. You may not trade it. <laughs> so it was really funny. <laughs> Awesome. So, okay, let's, let's talk about the movie because um, yeah. we, we should probably talk about that. Um, yes, we're 13 we're minutes in and now we're going to yes. talk about the movie. Um, okay, so Shannon, tell me what were, like, give me a couple of your favorite things that you loved about. Oh, should we talk about what Captain Marvel is? Well, Captain Marvel, really quick, is, um, uh, well, if you haven't seen the movie, you're going to get spoiled, um, but not yeah. too badly. Um, it, she is, in the beginning, she is a Cree. Um, like a warrior, warrior, yeah. and Cree. Uh, that's a planet. Um, but yeah, that's one of the planets in our system or whoever in this universe, whatever. The MCU. MCU. <laughs> she's a planet in the MCU. But she was. Uh, she's Cree. That's a oh, Cree is a race, and the planet she's mm-hmm. on is Hala. Because Hala, that's mm-hmm. that star that's on her chest. I have, I have Hala star mm-hmm. necklace, just so you know. Hala back. But anyway, so that's the planet that she's on, and she's fighting. Um against the Skrulls. And so it's mm-hmm. basically a civil war between the Kree and the Skrulls. And mm-hmm. it's different races of people. And it leads them to, um, I can't, like, she gets captured and she's on Earth. And then mm-hmm. from there we find out that, like, she had a whole life on Earth before she, mm-hmm. like, it, you know. She's the, actually a human. She's yeah. actually a human, <laughs> but she was made to be Kree to get some information. Um, like, she was technically a hostage and she didn't know it. So mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's pretty much what it was. And it's a whole lot of girl power and awesomeness. So mm-hmm. you should watch it if you haven't already. So we just kind of mm-hmm. gave you that. Like, I don't want to tell you anyone too much. So Shannon, tell me about a couple of things that you really, really liked about Captain Marvel. Yeah. So, um, I'm going to go surface level first mm-hmm. and then go a little bit deeper. Um, so right. surface level, I loved seeing de-aged Samuel L. Um, uh, right. it felt like he was back in his full, 90s glory like, you know like and fiction. the way he was in the movie it like really reminded me of a lot of the movies he's he was in in the 90s um just like this movie set in the 90s uh 95 I think and so I was like oh you know it felt like you know seeing like your uncle who you haven't seen in a long time in a family movie or something be like that's exactly Uncle Sam you know <laughs> um, and uh, I loved that. And, and just to see him playing Nick Fury in a more open, sort of fun yeah. way was really fun. And it was, I think there was really great chemistry between him and... Um, Brie Larson. Uh, yeah, Brie Larson, uh, Lawson, excuse me. Um, who he was actually, if you want to see it, there's a movie they're both in together on Netflix Go called... Go Unicorn, Unicorn Store! Store <laughs> Um, which she directed. So yes, you know, I know. This was something that they it just came before out. they did um, Avengers, or um, so Captain sorry. Marvel. Unicorn so, Store. If you couldn't hear over my screaming, it's called Unicorn yeah. Store. Unicorn Store. It's on Netflix. <laughs> it's pretty um, cute. Okay. The other thing, like, I loved that it had such a great 90s vibe, like the clothes and the cars. 
And then the soundtrack, um, I like flipped out when they started playing on Vogue. Uh, I think it's never going to get it. Uh, never going to get it. Never going to get it. <laughs> Which feels so fantastic. Um, that was a family favorite album back in the 90s. Uh, so I was I was just like, ah, and I'm hitting my husband like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> it was very exciting. It's like, okay, I get it. I know you love them. <laughs> um, then um, I think that the on a deeper level, the thing I really liked about it was um, the fact that it was feminist in kind of all of its good ways. Um, yes. You know, we really saw, especially at the end when Carol discovers her full powers, um, and I won't that doesn't really give away anything. Um, Cause she's a superhero. You y'all. see her just being powerful <laughs> and strong and like so she's strong. winning and there's no like, Oh, there's no moment where she like becomes weaker or where like she is not like fully in control of the situation. You know, you're never like in doubt, not that she's going to lose cause that kind of would lose, but you're never in doubt that like she is, amazingly strong whereas mm-hmm. i feel like sometimes with female superheroes there's uh, a sense of like oh they're a woman and they got caught in a trap or something because of their femaleness like yeah. you didn't get that um and um she also there's a moment at the end where she's fighting jude law's character um <gasps> where <laughs> yes. he basically says like don't you know all right, you can fight me, you know, like you're, you need to beat me. Cause he's like her mentor uh-huh. in this. Um, but you know, don't use your powers because me- make it even. And she's just like, no, no. <laughs> like, like, no, I have like, this. like, no. And I, and I loved that because like it, for me felt very true to like so many times when, um, we as women sometimes feel like we have to, downplay our strengths mm-hmm. to make other people yeah. especially men feel better about themselves and exactly. it's like no i'm not gonna do that like you're just i'm better than you period like, i'm like, better than you and i have to kick your butt like right it's like <laughs> this is one of my tools and i'm gonna use it it's okay yeah you know yeah um <clears throat> oh, and a very oh, indiana like, jones kind of a, moment like you know yes. how, yeah. i was yeah. like oh that was a real indiana jones moment <laughs> yeah <laughs> And uh, along with that, I really liked um, how we saw that kind of the foundation of the story is this very strong female friendship between her and Maria. Um, And and they're not in competition. Um, And that was great. Like even um, when Carol maybe got to do something that Maria didn't, it was always about building each other up um and saying like yeah you're awesome you're a great pilot or and all of that and and they supported each other Mm -hmm. carol helped maria raise her daughter you know it was just really um amazing to see just a female friendship that was good and strong and didn't have to be um attacked in any way from the outside or from you know like Mm -hmm. it just was what it was and that was great um I did read a critique of the movie. I think it was on a Catholic website that said, like, it was really great about empowering women, but there was this moment where Maria's daughter basically tells her, like, why are you going <laughs> to basically come? Um, you don't need to stay with me. Get grandma and grandpa to come. Um, and I think some this website saw that as, like, a diminution of 
women who do stay at home and raise their kids of like, you know, saying that this thing was more important than raising their kids. And I, and I hear that critique. I hear that, um, for me as someone who values raising my children, like I didn't feel it that way. Um, but I could certainly understand if you were like a stay at home mom, how that would feel really, um, kind of undercutting to, to what you do. Um, and you know, like I really saw it more as like not feeling guilty about following what you feel called to do, what yes. you feel is right. Um, and you're so hopefully if you. you are a stay at home mom or a stay at home dad or somebody who feels like they're saying, Oh, raising kids isn't good or women aren't valuable unless they do something, uh, amazing. I don't, you know, I don't think hopefully that that's what they were trying to say and know that we love you and we think that you're doing a really, really, really amazing <laughs> thing. That's really, really important. <laughs> so, uh, aside aside there um so those are the things i liked how about you marcia oh wait before i go on i just want to jump on how with uh the critique about call grandma grandpa you know like that that whole critique and it's one of those things where you mentioned it earlier how like your family had to give up something so that you can Mm -hmm. reach this goal and that was just about the same time like like but you Mm -hmm. raised your kids and you have you've built such a great family that they're like yeah let's help you with this we know that you need this and I feel like that Mm -hmm. was even more family where she's like no no no, this needs to happen Mm -hmm. don't let you know don't be worried about me we've got help Mm -hmm. do you know and I think Mm -hmm. that's kind of how I took it and I was like no that's the same way so um okay anyway so my things like I loved everything 90s of course um (laughs) everything 90s something that was really cool that happened early in the movie when she got to earth after she crashed through the blockbuster um that's where they're like this is the 90s everyone she has crashed through a blockbuster video yeah um yeah and I didn't realize it was set in the 90s till then I was like did she just crash into the one blockbuster have you not seen any previews oh my gosh that's hilarious I I really didn't oh that's hilarious um all the things I loved, most of them have to do with the fact that it was the 90s. Um, but when she was talking with, I believe she was talking with Samuel L. Jackson, Jackson before she walked away to try and find the scroll guy. Mm-hmm. She, uh, they had all the posters and stuff. And it was really great because mm-hmm. it was Amanda's Memorial Weekend. And Amanda's favorite band of all time is 311. Mm-hmm. Like the band 311. Nice. And yep. behind Carol, in two different shots, you can see posters for 311. <laughs> And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> and so, um, like, our friend Brooke, like, she was sitting next to me in the movie. And I was like, it's 311. And Brooke is all, like, sad anyway and doesn't care about Captain Marvel. But we're doing this for a minute. She's like, what? I go, you didn't see 311? It's okay. It's fine. <laughs> like, but I was like, did anyone else see that? Like, all of us in the movie theater. I think other people did, too, because I saw other people, like, pointing frantically. And so that was, like, a really cool experience. And I was like, it's amazing because they're such, such an obscure band. Like, yep. they, like <laughs> it's, like, not even a band that you would even think, like, oh, yeah, you know, 311. Um, I mean, I grew up in the suburbs. There were a lot of 311s. Yeah, you're right. You did. I like, cause it's so fun. Cause I'd never heard of 311 until I became friends with Amanda. And because you're, cause, <laughs> because I am. Yes, that's probably it. Yeah, you're right. When I, and then I went to one 311 concert with her. Uh, a couple years ago, gosh, in uh, 2017, and I was like, this is a lot of sweaty white people. <laughs> this is a lot. No, but uh, I, but I guess that one song, Amber, everyone knows mm-hmm. it, but all true 311 fans don't love it. 
it's a whole thing. I was like, anyway, so that was like all the 90s stuff was really great for me. Um, And then the, it's funny. So then they had the, the Stanley cameo was really great. That was really great because Mm -hmm. um, he was reading his script from Mallrats. And so, which is funny because the scene in Mallrats with Stan Lee cracked me up so much. Mm -hmm. Like, because Stan Lee really didn't do a ton of cameos at that time. Um, But every person who was a nerd like me, grew up on comic books, knows who Stan Lee is. Right? Mm -hmm. And so even though my comic books in the beginning were DC Comics and then I moved on to Marvel, um, just because whatever my cousin read and discarded, that's what I read. And so when he got into Mm -hmm. Marvel, that's when I got into Marvel. And that was when I was like, oh, my gosh. (laughs) Like, you you know, because that was before Internet was a huge thing like it is now. You don't really know how people look. But then I was like, wait a minute, what? And that was the coolest thing in Mallrats for me. And then right there in Captain Marvel, I was like, ah! Um... I also really loved um, the, <coughs> what you call it? I loved the main scroll guy. Um, what was his name? Why can't I think of his name right now? N- N- Christopher Mendelssohn? Ben Mendelssohn? Yes? Okay. Okay. Mendelssohn somebody. Um, he was really great. And I loved his, I, he did such an amazing job. Did you catch that? the person he was impersonating was that's him. Like, like, you know how he's impersonating that director? Like that was actually, him. that's, you know, in his full human form. And I was like, this is amazing and wonderful. Um, so I just, I really loved, I just love that it was such a good time. Like you touched on all the parts, why it was important, you know? Mm-hmm. So now I can just be like, it was great because of this. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like, I just think just the amount of strength too, like, so so crazy inspiring like I was Mm -hmm. like I just loved it so much um I just really I was like yeah like it doesn't hurt it's great to be strong because I always say that um like Kamala Khan who is um Mm -hmm. Miss Marvel I I every time I say I'm like man I could have used her when I was in high school not Captain Mm -hmm. Marvel but Miss Marvel because that's Mm -hmm. um what you call her like she's in high school at that time. I was like, I could have mm-hmm. used that because she's a brown girl, and mm-hmm. she's got all these powers and all these things, and it's an offshoot of mm-hmm. that. And I just the the amount of strength and that's unapologetic strength mm-hmm. and strength that doesn't not just for the not strength that gives you power, but strength that gives you strength. Like, does that make sense? Yeah. Like how some people are like I'm gonna be powerful, and so I just so I just really loved it. So anyway, so let's talk about uh, let's move on. Is there is there anything else you want to talk about for Captain Marvel, Shannon? Probably yeah. Not. Yes, you do. Respond to what you were saying, but like I think the thing that I really liked about it too was that it was a continuation of Carol's character. You know, mm-hmm. like she was strong and stood up, and that her powers just enhanced her. Right, yes. that idea of like being strong. You know, it wasn't like, and I feel so often, especially when we were younger, like when it was a female superhero, it was like she got powers and that made her strong or willing to stand up for herself mm-hmm. or will, you know, like she was like that changed who she was basically making her therefore less feminine. Um, whereas with Carol, she was just, you know, like strong and these powers were something that finally allowed her to fully embody who she was, you know, like, yeah. and that really was cool. Anyway, let's move on now. <laughs> okay, now we will move on. Um, okay, so one thing about the Captain Marvel, um, there is, 
definitely uh, an underlying theme of just, well, well, pretty much racism and immigration slash refugees. Um, uh-huh. There's a part in the movie where they kind of flip the script on us and we, the people were told the bad guys the whole time that we were fighting weren't actually the bad guys. They were trying to, well, this set of people weren't the bad guys because the scrolls are a villain. <laughs> but this set of uh-huh. scrolls, they, they're just looking for a place to have home. Right, they lost uh-huh. their home because the Cree destroyed it in the Civil War, and now they need you. Now they need refuge, a new, home. <laughs> a new place. <laughs> or they, they, you know, what I mean, they're seeking yep. a new home and seeking um, family and um, safety and all of that. And so, um, something that we really, especially now, like that's very much something uh-huh. that right now we're dealing with situations all over the world, but especially Mm -hmm. in our country of refugees being denied asylum or Mm -hmm. refugees being treated as criminals. Um, Mm -hmm. And instead of finding a place for them or getting them what they need, right? Um, Refugees are being villainized instead of um, finding sympathy. (laughs) And so, um, and not, and not everyone does this, but some people do, uh, something that's really important and something that I really love about being Catholic is that we are not here for you only if you believe as we believe, right? Uh Like we're here for you, period, stop, right? Uh That's how it works. Um, We definitely recognize that God calls like, like, well, God calls us to, uh, to serve and to open our hearts to the stranger even if the stranger doesn't believe like we do or doesn't look like uh-huh. we do um, and to help them get their needs met, even if we don't understand them. Um, uh-huh. So, so yeah, like, so there's, we're having a refugee crisis in our world, um, uh-huh. especially with how long it took, it's still taking to get aid in Syria and how that's still um, men, women, and children are suffering every day just yeah. because of where they were born. Uh-huh. That is it where they were born and they were born into a civil war and they just really want to get out. Or we have men and women walking from Guatemala and walking from, uh-huh. you know, to our border, just seeking help and seeking a better life where they, where their women won't get raped or where they won't get murdered, uh-huh. they, you know? And uh-huh. so, um, we have to provide that refuge. Like it is literally our call. Um, uh-huh. it is so, uh, there's our, our bishops who um, are right most of the time. <laughs> um, they came out with a statement basically saying, like, um, you, like, basically, it was back, back in September where, like, the wall and all, gosh, because that, how long has the detention center been going on? It's been going on for a bit, like. At least a year, yeah. Like, at least a year. So basically back in September of 2017, the bishops came out with a statement that they were saying, like, it's preposterous. I'm just going to read just one sentence, maybe another one later. Preposterous to claim that justice for immigrants isn't central to Catholic teaching. It comes directly from Jesus himself. And he's basically, they basically quote Matthew 25, like, for us hungry, you gave me food, a stranger, and you welcome me. And so we have to remember that that is central to our faith. Central, well, if you're Christian, it's central to your faith. If it's uh-huh. Catholic, even more so, because we have all these Catholic social, social teachings to back us up to say, hey, 
this is how we're like on top of this scripture <laughs> let's add on some doctrine for you you know uh-huh. and like talk about this is what we believe as catholics uh, and they say like the bible is clear welcome immigrants is indispensable to our faith so it's one of those things where um like charity is love in action and faith without works is dead and this is uh-huh. where we are so it's like um it's a little bit of a your faith is on trial if you're not acting in these ways some people say like oh yeah i love god i have faith in god and i love jesus and i follow his word and you are still denying immigrants home or you're denying you know denying the shelter denying them needs um or or are poor or are you know um then let's talk about where your faith comes from let's talk about what that means um so, yes, and you were talking about something about the UN Bill of Human Rights earlier. Um, the UN Constitution on Human Rights, which was uh, ratified in the 30s, sorry, the 20s after, um, at the foundation of the UN after the First World War, um, basically spells out, like, what are the international human rights that everybody has? Um, and you can look them up there, you know, like, go to the UN stuff and there it's there and that's their their charter really um as an organization so this is like the highest international law we have um and one of the human rights is the right to immigrate so to to be able to leave your country and to go to another country following their laws um and to be able to live there and work there if you are unable to um, find work or are able to provide for yourself, your family, um, in your own land. And especially in the case of refugees, there are so many international laws that go along with that, uh, with how you apply for asylum. Um, and the church, uh, especially this is in, you know, many, many documents and you'll hear Pope Francis talking about it a lot. Um, asserts that as a right uh, for people to be able to uh, have a right to work. We have a right to um, provide for our families, to get married, to have families, all of those things. And these are all part of the um, Constitution for Human Rights as well. Um, So, you know, as much as we may want to argue about, like, specific policies for how we go about doing that, I mean, that's a political debate, obviously, um, to villainize people um, to make them less than human is not Christian. And, um, you know, we see over and over again Christ in Scripture reaching out to people who are marginalized, oppressed, um, looked down on as less than human and building them up and restoring them. Um, And um, and in many cases, you know, you could argue that that kind of attitude um, and his calling the political leaders of his time, uh, the religious leaders of his time to task for that and to sort of bucking the status quo and proclaiming himself as king of this kingdom of God, right, which mm-hmm. includes the poor and the least. Um, that's the real life consequences to why he was killed. Um and yes, that has a spiritual meaning too, but um there was a real human political reason that he was put to death. Um, and so it may not be popular. It may not even be what we want. If we're, if you're, if you're someone like me who benefits from the system, right? Like I live in my 
upper middle class suburb um, where I have a wonderful home and I, you know, I benefit from all the tax laws and I have, you know, relative amount of wealth that I can build upon, right? Everything is an advantage to me. So I don't necessarily have any stake in making sure that people get in, right? Like I could have the attitude that like, if people get in, they're taking that away from me. Yeah. I know you're like, um, I'm going to pause because this lawnmower is yeah, right here. <laughs> it's okay. Um, but right, I know that if I really and truly want to be like Christ, uh, and this is my own personal belief and something that I've come to through a lot of prayer, then I'm going to have to follow the path he followed. And sometimes that means doing something <laughs> that is at a disadvantage to me and is going to basically be unpopular and lead me to be in solidarity with the poor in a way that may lead to something negative for me. Mm-hmm. And for some people that's even meant death. Like I think of St. Oscar Romero, who yes. was a bishop, like he didn't have, he people accepted him. He didn't have to do anything. Um, the status quo, he, he benefited from the, he, from the status quo, um, in El Salvador at the time when he was alive, but he knew and was convinced by his love for his people of whom he was the bishop that he had to take a stand for the poor and mm-hmm. he, he was martyred for it. Um, at mass. At mass. At he mass. was celebrating mass. They killed him at mass. At um, mass. these people were supposedly Catholic killed their own bishop at mass so if we are truly following christ then that's the example we live we have to live up to and it's hard and like do i want to be martyred no i would not like to be martyred (laughs) i'm good like please god don't call me that (laughs) (laughs) but like if i read that that is I think for me, one of the things that's inspiring about real Christianity as it's lived is like, if we are being true to who we are in Christ and we are integrating it into our lives, then we eventually live this witness of heroic virtue. And not everybody's called to be a martyr, but we can all have our political decisions and our, and the policies that we support reflect what we believe about who Christ is and who other people are um, and not give in to our worst impulses or our fears or listen to only one voice that is not the voice of God. You know, um, mm-hmm. you know, we should as Christians be politically engaged and we should research and learn and hear all sides of the debate Um and I have many opinions, but we'll keep it to that. <laughs> so we should probably get to getting here. <laughs> oh, yes. All right. So uh, one thing that I want to say is, so uh, one thing I want to say, the last line in uh, this bishop statement, well, second to last line, um, is that our pro-immigration stance is based on fidelity to God's word and honors the American dream. So in all honesty, if we accept immigrants and the strangers, we can all grow higher, further, faster, baby. <laughs> I'm such a dork fan. It's like, why is my friend ridiculous? Why is she ridiculous? But hey, it's all about higher, further, faster, right? Um, so, okay. So, Shannon, what's, what's, look, what are you looking forward to this week? 
Uh, not having this really low lawnmower. <laughs> 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 no, I appreciate that I don't have to mow my own lawn, so I'm not going to complain about it. Um, I am looking forward to a weekend full of being outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is with, so a <laughs> <laughs> with a freshly mowed lawn. With a freshly mowed lawn. And I am also really looking forward to... Um, Watching the next episode of Game of Thrones, and I'll leave it up. <laughs> there, hey, there you go. Well, I don't know if I'm looking forward to that, though, man. Um, for me, I'm looking forward to, I am actually, I'm taking a solo road trip, which I think I can do. I just probably need to stop um, every now and then, because, you know, I'm just still recovering. Yep. But I'm going downstate to Champaign, and then mm-hmm. on to Paris, Illinois. Uh, so I'm going to Champagne. I'm stopping at Champagne on my way to Paris because I'm going to be doing a keynote spe- speech for a girls empowerment conference. I know, right? I'm super excited. Shannon is Woo! okay. There she goes. <laughs> she was excited, but I'm sure the lawnmower was around, so she didn't have yeah. the sound on. <laughs> so I'm going to be doing a keynote speech for the girls at Crestwood Middle School in Paris, Illinois, uh, talking about uh, your own personal power what is it like learning your power, keeping your power and spreading it around. And so it's like, like Carol, like, like, <laughs> like higher, further, faster, no, no. like Carol Danvers. So we'll be doing that. And I'll, so on my way to Paris, I'm going to stop in Champagne and visit with my friend um, and her family, her daughter, who is my goddaughter. Um, her birthday is the day before my birthday. So I get to, I'm really excited. I'm going to get to spend some time with her tomorrow, actually. And then on Friday morning, we already have tickets to go see Carol and the rest of the Avengers <laughs> for Avengers Endgame. And we are, and so, yeah, and I'm also looking forward to Game of Thrones. <laughs> so, yeah, which should surprise some people. So that's probably a great way to transition into the offertory. Talking about liking one can't wait for game of thrones i bet some loyal listeners are eagle eared because <laughs> not really eagle-eyed <laughs> listeners were like wait mercy doesn't watch game of thrones yes that has changed um during my recuperation i know during my recuperation i had to suck it up and um i got some hbo um and I start watching Game of Thrones because I was like, I know I want to watch it. My sister did threaten that she would cut me if I didn't mm. watch it. So I feel like I w- don't want to be cut. And I feel like maybe now she's a little too influenced by Game of Thrones because he who <laughs> says the sentence should swing the sword. So, but, um, so, um, so one of the things that I want to recommend is Game of Thrones, y'all. Like if you haven't gotten into it yet, And I don't even apologize for the bandwagon. I'm like, whatever. It's a good show. It is darn good. And that's Uh not even what I said to describe it. It is a darn good show. Um, Uh I actually, it's so, it's it's just really great storytelling, great Uh acting, like great acting. Oh my Uh gosh. Some really great acting happening. Uh And um, I, like, there's so many things that I have just learned from Game of Thrones that, like, I had perceptions about Game of Thrones that I was like wait what and so I didn't realize that that was completely wrong there were some things I was spoiled on because I heard things out of context but once I started uh-huh. watching it I was like oh. and then when I texted Shannon because every person who know knows Game of Thrones there was a red wedding and I was like I think I'm there <laughs> I was losing my mind and she's like yeah yeah you are 
Yeah. So I'm not going to tell you when it was, but I figured out that's where I was because mm-hmm. um, I was, it made me very sad. Um, anyway, I want to recommend Game of Thrones. Um, there's a meme going around showing the villain of Game of Thrones and Thanos. It's like, these two people are going to kill all yep. our favorite people <laughs> this weekend. And I was like, yes, they will. That will happen. Yep. Um, and so two more things. I want to recommend Jane the Virgin, the final season. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is like made my heart sad and glad all at the same time. It's a mm-hmm. whole string of emotions. And then I also want to recommend there's this comic strip. It's called Strange Planet. If you follow Strange yeah. Planet, Nathan Pyle, or just, you know, I'll put a link. <laughs> I'm like, I'll remember this time. Show notes. Um, <laughs> in the show notes. Uh, Strange Planet, he's uh, really hilarious comics about aliens doing human things, but like saying them in their alien language. It's hilarious. It's just. Not mm-hmm. well, in English, but in a very yeah. alien way to speak about it. And it's, it cracks me up. And he came under fire last week. Was it last week? Because someone pulled up a, a tweet from 2015 that said he was grateful for the March of Life because March for Life because his girlfriend wasn't aborted. And everyone lost his mind. Everyone was like, their mind, they're like, mm-hmm. you monster! And it was like, he literally just said, I'm so glad that you're alive. <laughs> like, to this yeah, yeah. fully human being. It was a little crazy. Right, it was a little crazy. It'd be so weird. It's like, can you imagine, like walking up to your friend and being like, I wish you were aborted. Like, like, I'm glad you're here. But if your mom wanted to abort you, that would have been cool too. No one would say that. No person yep. would say that. That's so. why I was so mad during Lady Bird. <laughs> right. Right. Girl, I know you were so mad about that. So those are my recommendations. <laughs> what are your recommendations, Shannon? What do you, uh, I have one Catholic one to balance our recommendation of the probably not very holy Game of Thrones, even though there are definitely some spiritual nuggets in there, there too. There are. There, there's the um, sect and everything, the godswood. Yeah. <laughs> Just very realistic. It's a very realistic show in a fantasy way. Anyway. <laughs> um, if you are able to in any way, shape, or form, um, if you're looking for some great Catholic content, um, check out formed.org, F-O-R-M-E-D, formed.org. Uh, many parishes offer uh, subscriptions for free to their um, parishioners, so if your parish does, check it out. Um, and it just has really great stuff on, like, the basics of the faith. Um, they also kind of have some of those, like, cheesy movies about the saints, not my favorite but but they have some good ones of like you know um stuff on the sacraments and the catechism and that kind of stuff they have great um scriptural studies for each sunday and lent too that they go through the readings and um talk about those so really good stuff i use it all the time and then um just from a general perspective it's spring like enjoy the sun everyone Maybe you live in a place where there's sun all the time, but man, like parks are wonderful. Go on a hike. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a great state north. park by us that was a former military base. It's huge. It's amazing. And I love oh. to hike there. And awesome. um, like, I don't know, maybe it's because we have more melanin, but I love to be in the sun. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and I get tan and I finally look like I might, you know, be black. Um, so. <laughs> People are like, wow, you got so tan. I'm like, yes, because I am actually not white like you. So <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, and my, my my poor mother, she just roasts in the sun. Yeah, she's uh, an Irish, though. So <laughs> she's an Irish lady. But she's um, real Irish. Studying opposites at my 
those for sure <laughs> right. when it comes to some. So, uh, but the other thing is I have to, uh, this is an aside, this is a total biracial problem. I have to have two different sets of makeup. Like I went to get ready for Easter um, and I was already too tan for my winter makeup. And I was like, I will look like a ghost. I'm up in front of the whole parish. I can't wear this. Walking around so like, I basically hey. had to like, like jimmy some powder from my other makeup because i didn't have foundation uh anyway real problem niche problem niche problem (laughs) (laughs) no they would have been like father son and shannon the holy ghost (laughs) saying i'm holy (laughs) you're holy good thing all right okay so that's it yeah sunshine awesome okay so thanks for joining us there you go it's our intro and outro music um, that we've got going on. So we want to say thank you so much, um, you guys, for listening. I hope that if you haven't seen Captain Marvel, that you do go see Captain Marvel. So shout out to Brie Larson and Samuel L. Jackson and Clark Craig mm-hmm. um, and all the Captain Marvel crew. Um, please follow us on Instagram at PSBB Podcast. <laughs> I was like, right, yeah, that's our Instagram and Twitter. Um, you can follow Shannon at... Team Quarter Black. Yep. And then you can follow me at Stylish Lucia on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, our email is platskirtsandbasicblack at gmail.com. Uh, also, oh, we want to shout out to Jazar, this music that you were bopping your yeah. head to uh. right now. <laughs> and thank you, Shannon, for being an amazing co-host. And right back. Uh, <laughs> blocking out the lawnmowers when you can. Uh, so yeah, we'll talk to you guys next time, and you have a great. Oh, what are we talking about next week, Shannon? Do we know? Did we, we forget? Did. Okay, we'll, we'll tell you we'll, later. We'll tell you. We'll let you know. <laughs> Bye. Happy Easter. Bye. <laughs>